Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well on this fabulous and wonderful Monday morning. Hope everybody had a great weekend, a wonderful night's rest. And I know that Mondays, you all just look so forward to it. Can't wait to jump out of bed and say, yes, it is Monday. I let me go to work and let's deal with smart aleck nasty people all day and and uh, drag around as your boss is nipping at your heels because you're not working hard enough, fast enough to meet his standards so it just makes you so happy so uh, no actually we all dread the monday morning alarm going off as we drag our pruny lazy rear ends out of bed and say why lord why how long can i survive without my job <laughs> trust me there's, there have been many a jobs i've pulled in the parking lot and sat there thinking Let's see, how long <laughs> could I make it without having to go in this miserable cesspool? But it is what it is. We, the cards we've been dealt, and you're going to have to just suck it up and do what you got to do. And uh, when you're dealing with a nasty customer or supervisor boss, you can just go into your mind and pretend you're on a nice secluded beach somewhere with ocean waves crashing in as you're sitting on a nice uh, sun-baked chair with uh, drinking non-alcoholic bind ties <laughs> watching the clouds go by so there you go all right let's see what we got watching this morning let's see we got brandy boyd young kim stephen hensley tracy little mike hensley angel dixon debbie jackson sop terry hutchinson appreciate all you wonderful people for tuning in michelle fox harris the myth the legend that is miss mousy so glad she tuned in and thank you all for watching this morning and i realize that i am uh, way too happy for to be this early in the morning and on a Monday. So you're probably thinking, somebody, please shoot him. All righty. So <laughs> at this time, let's do our morning Pledge of Allegiance. Attention, salute, and pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior for whose kingdom it stands, one Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life and liberty for all who believe. I pledge allegiance to the Bible, God's holy word. I will make it a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path, and will hide its words in my heart that I might not sin against God. All righty, praise the Lord for those wonderful pledges we get to say each and every every day and uh the freedom to do so even though we're under the threat of, of nuclear war <laughs> amazing the people who uh had such a fit to wear your face di well i shouldn't say face diapers dad got on me about that he said that i may, may offend someone uh, when you wear your face mask <laughs> That uh, uh, you know they they had such a fit to wear that, but they're not too concerned about the threat being wiped off the planet. So that's a, go figure. But anyway, I do want to say thank you for all the prayers from wife Brandy. Praise God, she's back home. Uh, they uh, you know had to give her a lot of uh, IV fluids and uh, different things they were trying to do to get her system built back up. Lord willing, she'll be having her surgery on Friday and uh, be, be in prayer that everything will go well with that. They're going to reverse her gastric bypass and hopefully she'll be able to uh, to eat 
but getting sick, uh, and uh, they said it'll be little bit she won't ever be really back to normal. Then again, she was never really normal, <laughs> but uh, well, that uh, part of her stomach not been used in a while. It's going to be a while for her to really get back to a, a place. But we thank for her overall health. It's going to be the best course of action for her. So please keep her in your prayers. And uh, sorry I didn't do uh, last night's service. Uh, we was at the hospital all weekend. I was just absolutely tuckered out and uh, i was going to play dad's um, message on halloween wednesday anyway so we, it all worked out so all right my friends at this time and uh hello carolyn kelly appreciate you tuning in uh if you t if you come on and you say good morning something like that, i don't acknowledge it i apologize uh you know sometimes i don't always see the names or i'm in the middle of talking because see what it happens like right now uh, it where I'm watching to see when people comment as you can see see it blacks out and see I have to keep hitting it in order to see the name so sometimes people can comment or come on and I don't see it till after I'm done so because where it, it fades out for whatever reason so uh, so don't get your feelings hurt if I if I don't uh, call out your name say good morning just know that I am happy everybody is here all right the verses we're looking at this morning is Matthew 15 21 through 28, the faith of a Canaanite woman. And Jesus went away from there and withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, Send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But she came and knelt before him, saying, Lord, help me. And he answered, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. She said, Yes, Lord. Yet even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall off from their master's table. Then Jesus answered her, O woman, great is your faith. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. All righty. Wonderful words of scripture this morning that we can read and uh, be a be a part of and uh, look at this morning you know uh, as a parent uh, there's nothing worse than when your kids get sick in fact when my daughter's son gets sick i'm just like lord just please just give it to me you know just let me have it let them be better it worries me horribly and uh, particularly if they are um, um, regurgitating things <laughs> I, I cannot handle it. <laughs> Brandy has to go in there and deal with it while I stand at the door gagging and trying to pray over it. <laughs> so, uh, but it's another worse when your kids are sick. And you, know, you can only imagine uh, what this Canaanite woman, what she was dealing with and the uh, knowing that her, her daughter, you know, she might not have realized that she was demon-possessed. Maybe she did, you know, but all she knew was there was something wrong. And she knew that Jesus was the only way to get the help that she needed to get her daughter cured and uh, you know at first when you look at this uh, you think you know wow jesus seems a little uh, aloof uh, almost rude to a certain extent almost like he's ignoring this woman and her cries for help and please but understand there was a reason as to why jesus was acting the way that he was you know first the disciples are coming up saying send her away you know she's crying after us and she went crying after them she's crying after jesus you know, and I think sometimes as Christians we have to be aware of that, and and it's a fine line. You know, sometimes people come to the church, 
uh, needing help and they're distraught. And sometimes Christians can turn kind of a blind eye. It's kind of the, uh, uh, the you know, when you're out in public, you see somebody crying. You know, a lot of people just walk by because it's uncomfortable. And uh, it is awkward. And I walked up to people and I've said, hey, are you okay? Or is everything all right? And sometimes they respond. Sometimes they're like, shake their head and just walk off, you know. But, you know, at least I've tried. However, the bad thing is we've also had people to try to con the church and, uh, uh, you know, they'll go to deacons or elders or anybody and tell some big tale and make it sound like the saddest soft story in the world and kind of find out later on they just go around for church to church conning them to get money or whatever uh, uh, to, for that, what they wanted, you know, it wasn't even a real need, if you will. And so there's a real fine line. That's why we have to have discernment and uh, and uh, understanding as to individuals' needs. However, uh, in this situation, uh, you know, here one thing that Jesus got done talking about in verse six in uh, Matthew. 15 here was the fact that the Pharisees themselves were giving lip service. They, they truly didn't know who God was. They might have had a head knowledge, but they didn't really know who God was. They didn't understand who he was as the Messiah. And so they just give lip service to God. He wasn't putting anything into action. And one reason why that he made the response, the remark as to regards as, you know, should I give these the, the bread uh, to these dogs? You know, in other words, he's, he's, he's more or less saying that these Pharisees are, are just, you know, they're, they're uh, mindless, uh, have no clue, more or less. And, uh, you know, and at this point, you know, she could have took it the wrong way and said, hey, don't call me a dog and stomped off. But, she, you know, instead, she was like, hey, man, give me the crumbs. Give me whatever. I just need help. But, see, you have to understand the relationship as well. See, this Canaanite woman uh, was considered an outsider, considered, uh, you know, kind of a, a racial difference that was not welcomed within a community. And, uh, and so that was another uh, dynamic to this story as well. There's some, some facets here that are very interesting. In fact, because we are such a short time schedule here in this morning i may like to dive into this deeper uh, maybe i already have something planned for tomorrow evenings uh, i mean sorry wednesday evenings teaching but um, uh, maybe sunday evening we might be able to dive more deeply into this in the depth i would like to go to but for this morning's discussion we're just going to kind of hit the highlights so to speak here but uh, because there are so many facets that we do need to look at so you know one thing we can take away from this uh, as we quickly go through this is that, uh, you know, when we, we're dealing with problems in our life, you know, we don't always understand it. You know, uh, you know, Brandy's going through a tough time down with her health. As you all know, I, my, I have multiple health problems. It, it limits me in ways people have no idea. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a daily struggle. And, and not to minimize what Brandy's going through by no stretch of imagination. She goes, she, with her MS, she pushes through a lot of pain hunger with her stomach situation i mean she deals with a lot more than i even realize and know and she lets people know uh she uh in fact i like to i get mad at her because she don't tell me uh what she's going through uh, a lot of times but uh but a lot you know but so there's people out there who have it far worse than we could ever imagine you know uh you know we have it far better there's people always laying in a hospital wish they had whereas had the health that we had you know but nevertheless uh, but god can use our problems to drive us uh particularly more dependence upon him and more dependence on jesus christ and you know just like in this situation uh, we see that this woman tried everything to try to solve her um, daughter's problems. 
And, uh, you know, she may have even went to a pagan priest. You know, she may have been pagan. But, see, she recognized Jesus as Lord. You know, some people might say, oh, she just addressed him as that uh, because, uh, you know, that was just a customary way to approach a rabbi or a teacher. But I believe in this instance, this was not the case. She recognized who he was. And unlike the Pharisees, see, uh, you know, God could see the Pharisee's heart. He could see her heart. He could see the sincerity. He knew what was going on. And she knew that this girl was being possessed. That there was some kind of cruel demon. There was something going on here that really needed to happen. But one thing we need to understand, though, as well, is that you know sometimes we may be dealing with something that's very severe, maybe even embarrassing, that we don't wouldn't want anybody else to really know about or discuss about. It may be so embarrassing we may not even want to talk to God about it. You know, who knows what people are dealing with and what they're going through. But I like what. Uh, but one thing's for sure, though, God knows our hearts and mind. He's not surprised by anything. But one thing I do like. Like uh, what J.C. Ryle observed, he said, trials are intended to make us think, to wean us from the world, to send us to the Bible, to drive us to our knees. Health is a good thing, but sickness is far better. If it leads us to God, prosperity is a great mercy, but adversity is a greater one. If it brings us to Christ, anything, anything is better than living in a carelessness and dying in sin. Better a thousand times to be afflicted like the Canaanitish mother and like her flee to Christ than live at ease like the rich fool and die at last without Christ and without hope. So but this whole story itself, it shows that coming to Jesus with our problems is not always easy. And this mother had to overcome a lot of obstacles uh, that she had to encounter in order to get to Christ to get her daughter the help that she needed. And so this is the very thing. Sometimes, you know, it would be nice to have an easier road. But see, you know, it's just like, you know, say people say, well, I wish I could win the lottery and uh, life would be so much easier. Yes, it may be easier. You might have everything you ever wanted, but it may also drive a wedge in your dependence on Christ. Now, if you win the lottery or if you're rich, that doesn't mean you're not a Christian. It doesn't mean that you don't love the Lord. You know, a lot of people want to give the rich a bad rap. But hey, man, it, it, the Bible says no sin of being rich. Now, I was talking about the love of money, but you can have, be poor and have the love of money. So that, that's irrelevant. But... Um, it, but what Christ wants is our complete dependence. Sometimes he uses our health, our finances, our whatever circumstances to drive us closer to him. And that's just what he was saying, J.C. Ryle was saying here, in the midst of adversity, uh, it may be far better this, so that we'll be dependent and drawn to Christ than to have life of ease and, and die in eternity in hell and never be, know who Christ is. So that's why it's very important to understand that even though our circumstances may stink and we may not like it, we may not be happy with it, at least that we have Christ's dependence to know he will help us get through those situations. And it's not fun. It is tough. But, uh, you know, again, you know, this this mother was an outsider and she, because of her race and that she was a Canaanite. And uh, in fact, uh, um, uh, her Canaanite ancestors were those whom God had commanded Israel to exterminate when they conquered the promised land. So, you know, she, you know, in fact, if she was alive today, she could very, you know, it'd be easy for her to accuse Jesus of racism. I, you know, that's, that's hard to imagine. Uh, but, you know, hey, even today, there'd probably be people to do that uh, as well. You know, and because uh, she'd say, how dare them treat me this way? You know, when the disciples say, send her away, she can say, you know, how dare them treat me this way? How dare them, you know, they're, they're arrogant Jews. I mean, it'd be easier for her to do that. You know, uh, she may say, they stole my land. I demand reparations. It'd be easy, you know, kind of echoes a little bit today. You know, we, we have those modern cries of 
systemic racism and, and cultural privilege. But the thing that is, though, when people use that, those kind of terms, and, and they're, what they're doing is that they are um, uh, classifying themselves as a victim is really what they're doing. And, um, you know, we have to get out of this victim kind of mentality and understand that we need Jesus Christ. Some people we can use excuses as to where they're at instead of overcoming those obstacles and become better people. The only way you can overcome obstacles is having Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior. You know, I, I'm just really had a belly full of this whole systemic racism, baloney fallacy. The 1619 Project is it's just fallacy. Uh, you know, it is. Uh, you can rise above your circumstances, or you can be held back by them you know and that's why we had to draw and come closer to jesus each and every day that's why we have to seek him out deny self deny our selfish behaviors attitudes and actions and draw closer to god each and every day and that's hard to do you know it's very hard to do but if we can draw closer to to god and show those great dependence upon him we could be better mightier warriors for christ jesus and that's what we have to do seek him out early seek him out daily and yes we're going to sin and yes we're going to mess up and it's frustrating because you're like i mean i'm trying so hard to live for the lord and then this happens this happens and this happens and what that is man that's the devil where you're in the box ring and he's just pounding you and pounding you and pounding you and you're just thinking man i can't take another hit but that's when you realize that Jesus Christ is in your corner. Jesus Christ is sitting beside you. And Jesus Christ will strengthen you and encourage you and give you the strength to overcome and to endure and to persevere. And when the old devil sees Jesus Christ himself standing beside you in that ring, he will run with screams of terror because he realizes the strength that you have. But he wants to psych you out. He wants to say, you can't do it. You can't make it. But see, the loser is the one who quits trying. The loser is the one who says, I give up. But it's the will. He keeps pushing on, who keeps pursuing, and will not give up. My friends, you are a winner in Christ Jesus. You can come before him with anything and any problem. And he is there that you can depend on, who is always there for you, that is everlasting, that will never hurt you or let you down. So my friends, come to Jesus today with all your problems, all your needs, all your wants, and all your desires. But one thing's for sure, what God is interested in is your heart, your spirit, and where you're at. And no matter how the world may be, beat you down. Maybe you've had parents who beat you down. Maybe you've had partners who've let you down. One thing's for sure, you are a winner in Christ Jesus. You are a king's kid and you are special and you are worthy and you are wanted and needed and you are loved. So let's go before the Lord in prayer this morning and let's thank him for his grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Dear Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Help us, Lord Jesus, to seek you out each and every day. Strengthen us. Encourage us. Lord, help us to, to serve you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for always being there, to never give up on us, even when we want to give up on ourselves. Help us, Lord Jesus, to always bring our needs to you, knowing that when we come before you in prayer, that you will answer our needs according to your will and your glory, and let us understand that. Lord, if you're watching and listening this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me, and I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. 
Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, please be with all my brothers and sisters of Christ who are watching and listening this morning. Lead God, which will protect them. Keep them safe and well. Be with our kids, our spouses, or going to school, work, or play. Lead God, which will protect them. Put a holy hedge of protection about them. Be with all those who request a prayer at church or here on social media. Lord, your will be done there. And Lord, let us be a light in this world of darkness and serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.